0: I was reading the Gospel this morning, and just all of a sudden, two or three things started jumping out at me, so I might bore you to death with all of them, but we'll see how far we get. But when I was reading it, obviously there's this image, and it's, it's kind of beautiful that we're using a, a prayer for those held in confinement, those held in bondage. And Yes, we do pray for anyone who's held in prison or, or some sort of um, physical bondage, but in just the way I was struck with the Gospel, our Lord refers to sin and, and disease, everything. That as a result of sin, it's like there's we are in bondage. We are all like subject to our um, our enemy. Our sins, if you think about it, not just sickness, but our sins do bind us. And, and I think St. Paul says, and we experience it, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Over and over again, we struggle with our maybe our envy or our, our comparisons or our, our rivalry or our unforgiveness or, or our addictions or whatever else. And it's always some sort of binding and our lord came to set free from confinement and i was going through and just kind of pondering like just the way our lord treats it the way our lord handles this situation and i was struck too he's like this woman and he says you're free from your infirmities you're set free and she didn't ask she didn't like do anything and <laughs> the pharisee's like stops what he's doing the pharisee's like Hey, there's six days for healing. Come on one of those days. She hadn't asked for it. <laughs> Sorry, she hadn't asked. Like, it, Why is he getting mad? I just thought that was kind of like, so, like, she's like the low life and disdained for her crippledness, for her, I don't even maybe even her womanhood, but whatever else, like, she's, like, he doesn't, he doesn't like yell at Jesus. He yells at the poor woman. Um, and our Lord says, corrects him, and, and, and is saying, like, should not this... You who would take your ox or your ass to water, that you would untie, unbind your ox or ass who's thirsty on the Sabbath, take her take it to water. And how much more this daughter of Abraham? Like just look at the esteem that Jesus has for this woman. He lifts her up, like even like emotionally, like reminding her who she is. Like he's actually talking to her. This daughter of Abraham. Even though she's been kind of like pushed aside, who wants to hang out with the crippled woman? Like she's too slow, she can't play football, like just leave her. Out of the games, or what they play football, but whatever. She was always left out. And like she he just brought her back so much from the struggles that she was under. Um, And contrary to all the expectations, he didn't come to save from the bondage of any empire. The Egyptians of the Old Testament, Romans, he was for a much more deeper, much more profound bondage. And then I was reading um, the Psalms today for the um, the priest for the um, office of readings, and I don't know. You can read the Psalms in a thousand ways. I don't think David, I mean David wrote them, but many of them, but they don't always apply to David. Many times they apply to Jesus. And then when I read this one, I was like, well, half the time it's this woman, and then half the time it's Jesus. So it's kind of interesting that Jesus relates himself to our suffering, to our bondage. Um, This is Psalm 31. It's a little loose, but bear with me. Um, you who have seen my affliction, you took heed of my soul's distress. You did not hand me over to those who mocked me, but you set me free. Is that Jesus or the woman, or someone? Like it's interesting. Like it just applies. Have mercy on me, o Lord. I'm in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes. How many years had she wept over her struggle? How long it had plagued her? For my life is spent in sorrow. My years. Spent sighing, affliction broke down my strength, my bones wasted away under my infirmity, whatever crippling disease she had. In the face of all my enemies, including this Pharisee, I'm a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors. They don't hang with me. I'm an object of fear to my friends, like no one associates with me. I'm no one who's not popular, or whatever, cause of my sickness. Those who see me kinda walk away from me in the streets. I'm forgotten, thrown away. I've heard the way the crowd talks about me, as they, um, but for me, I trust in you, Lord. You are my God. My life is in your hands. Set me free. Let your face shine on me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who honor you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of those around, you, around them. You keep them safe in your dwelling from those disputing tongues, like the Pharisee, like you arguing. You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't. You set me. You defend me from that. Anyway, blessed be the Lord who shows me the wonder of His love. I am far removed from your sight. I had said in my alarm, but you heard me in my plea when I cried for hope. Anyway, you go go on, but that's like 400 BC, and that just really seemed to apply to this woman. Maybe I was sleeping too much this morning, but it just kind of got my attention. Anyway, we ask the Holy Spirit to open us up to realize that we too are in bondage. And our brothers and sisters are in bondage. And we walk with them. We bring them the healing touch of Jesus through the sacraments, those tangible ways that we come in contact with His healing grace. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.